say when ya na la ni si na da You know I had to start it off with that Wakanda <laughs> flavor. Wakanda forever. With that Wakanda flavor. Wakanda forever, G's. Don't Amen. spoil it for me because I'm going to see oh, this weekend. Oh, Sierra. What is you doing? Oh, I mean, Calvin either. No, oh, no, no, no. no. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. Oh, I'm going gosh. this weekend to see it. Y'all don't understand how fire of a movie that joint Y'all was. Y'all don't understand how fine Michael B. Jordan is. Oh, I ain't clapping it Come up on, for that. Oh I ain't clapping it up oh for that. God. But listen, man, shout out to everybody that was out there first weekend for the Black Panther, man. The lines was crazy, y'all. I you went see to the people like bruh, cooking and like. Bro, I seen people out there with fish that plates. Had, like a, like a, a cookout line, like food at the bottom of the movie. Right. Fish plates, cats starting the Black Soul people. Train line. Hey, man, we came out and supported for Wakanda out here for this Black Panther, That's what's man. Up, man. That's what's up. I had my dashiki on. I was out here, man. Why you I know I should have took the picture. Because it won't, it won't like that for him. Dashiki <laughs> <laughs> won't like that for him. <laughs> a little out of his element. A little out of his element. But look, man, it was uh, it was dope. Shout out to everybody. I heard it made over $213 million at the box office. We got to go ahead yeah, and clap it over there. It is the and fourth the or fifth guy, biggest opening The guy movie. that directed, he directed Fruitvale Station. Yeah. And, um, Creed. Creed. Yeah, I'm like, boy. Yeah, yeah he booming. Yeah, he yeah, that's, booming. That's so. Now, like Angela Bassett. Bassett I heard she did really good this movie, and, Every, and somebody was like, "If she don't get like nominated, she hasn't even been nominated for an Oscar." In a Look, very long listen, time. listen. You know how the Oscars are. Don't be surprised if everybody in Black Panther don't get snubbed. Yeah, I, no, I would no. hate for them to happen, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I not, haven't seen it yet, but not. Black Panther's not getting Black, Black Panther. I hate to burst out bubble, but Black Panther's not getting nominated. Mm. <laughs> None of the actors are getting nominated for that. Now the movie itself might get nominated for like special effects, but the actors and stuff, no, nah, they're not. That, mm. It's not that type okay. of part. All yeah, right. it ain't. It ain't that hey, type of part. Uh, it ain't listen, that type of part. Listen, because no. because I was about to say we. The way people have been hyping it up, yeah. I mean, you never know. No, when it's Oscars a, don't don't around, get it twisted. So. It is a great movie, right, right, right. But when it Oscars is a whole different conversation, and yeah, that's a, yeah. But um, the numbers settle it for us. But how y'all feeling, man? How was y'all weekend? How was uh? How first, first and foremost, <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was a little lingerie party. <laughs> lingerie. I heard lingerie. there was a little lingerie party. How lingerie. was that? Lingerie. Um, I thought it was a Galentine. That was that. that Everybody there was single. Uh, yeah, so it was about. So the qualification for you to be in the Galentine's thing is you have to be single. No, uh, I'm butt naked. Hey. It was very fun. <laughs> like the setup was great. Shout out to my girl Cam. She helped me decorate. You know, I had little snacks. I had chocolate covered pretzels, chocolate covered strawberries, a That's lot good. of liquor, and it was a great night. Now, was it bottom shelf liquor, top shelf liquor, or middle shelf? You know, I tried Parmesan mango for the first time, and okay. I fell in love. Mm. Mm. Um, I had to try nice it. and smooth. It's all right. Yeah, nice and smooth. You know, tune bougie. It's all right. You but know, it, it ain't. was smooth. You know, okay. Some E and J. Um, did y'all punch and Jello shots? Okay. Did y'all get a chance to see the uh, All Star game at all? Any of the All Star stuff? Any of the dunk Fergie contest? Sounds terrible. Oh uh, my god! Don't get me started on Fergie. Boy, in the home of the rain. Hey, what bro, was she doing, baby? Chance just started laughing. He yeah, was like, "Oh, bro, I can't oh, do it." Yo, all of them was laughing. The reactions of LeBron. Steph, Bron, all them man. Speaking of Bron, man, y'all heard them dumb comments that girl said. On, about LeBron. Shut up and dribble. Shut up, girl. If you don't shut up and get a jaw, <laughs> have you seen her? Have you seen her face, girl? Who is you? Like, oh, who are you? That that really makes me upset because it's like y'all want to support all these athletes and the, until they use their platform to create social yeah, change. Yeah, like what is she? What is, just yeah. like Kaepernick. Yeah. Exactly, man. She just, man, she just hating. That's all she doing is just being a hater. She was probably uh, Trump's number one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? She probably what just you mad she ain't got no lips. Yeah. And then it goes to the point, man. It goes to the point. Like Jay-Z said last year, man, in Story of OJ, it don't matter how much money you got, mm-hmm. you still, still a nigga. nigga. You still, at the, it don't That's matter true. who you are. It, you still, that and at the end of the day, but um, who y'all want to gas up real quick before we hit this road? Hold <sighs> on, before we hit that, we need yeah. one more, we need one more stop. We oh, at the yeah. gas station. Oh, yeah, we at the gas station. I but I, I just pulled up a newspaper, and I feel like yeah. we need to address this before. We gas up. Oh yeah, we get yeah. On this road. Okay. Yeah. What, what you um, seen in the magazine, Cal? One thing that we had talked about probably a few shows back was mass shootings. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And and all of us know, fortunately, there was another school shooting. Yeah. Fifteen dead, I believe. Seventeen. A uh, seventeen dead, I believe, and fifteen injured. Yeah. Right. Nineteen year old uh man, because I'm not gonna call him a kid. I'm not gonna give him yeah. the justice because that, of his sure name either. Because they sure called Tamir Rice a man. Exactly. He was Twelve. Um, so we, I just wanted to touch on that because I, I feel like we're in this 
this era right now, I think they already said right now in 2018, we already have had like 17 school shootings. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw 18, but 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah it might yeah. be like 18. Yeah, that's scary, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's really scary, hard scary. to sit back. Even now, as I'm thinking about, it, I'm kind of getting a little teary because it's like it's hard to like what kind of world have we come to where parents are afraid to send their kids to school. Yeah. Like I saw dad um, talking about um, how um, some mornings he he forgets to tell his daughter he loves her before she goes to school. And she was one of the victims. And he was like, I can't remember if yeah. I said it or not. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was going to be the last time I was going to see her. And it's like that stuff like that infuriates me. But one another thing that infuriates me is two things. Like for one, Donald Trump. Um, yeah. It was like, he was tweeting about all these things, and one thing that really pissed me off, he was like talking about how the um, FBI didn't do they due diligence. Not even that, but talking about the mental health of the shooter, saying like, you know, he was probably a troubled individual. Da da da. da. People mm. should have saw his behavior and reported it head on. <sighs> and then on top of that, just today he was tweeting about how some woman um, accused him of kissing her. Uh, a few years back I'm like why are you worried about that when 17 people just got killed yeah it, it's the, and the thing with me too man and it, when we talked <laughs> about this the last time on the podcast I was like man I hope we don't have to talk about something like this again uh-huh. like at the end of this but um, one thing that's standing out you guys have all seen the news coverages you've all seen the tweets you guys have seen everything but the way that the kids are reacting man I think this one is going to be you know I, I'm optimistic in the sense that this one is going to be different quote end quote but I think that the way that these kids, they've already started, uh, they're already having a march um, in March for the, the shooting that just happened. These kids are rallying together. Yeah. They're having these platforms. I've seen multiple rallies thus far in Florida. They mm-hmm. did a sit-in or a, a die-in, as they called it, in front of the White House a couple of days ago. So hopefully with the response of the kids, man, it is, <laughs> man it's just it's sad all around. Like It's it, just, it is, it's, it's just it's, overall sad all around. It's, I want to be hopeful. Yeah. I want to be, you know, optimistic about the situation, but until we get some laws on guns or some form of gun con- like hey man. gun control. What's the point of an AR, guys? And somebody let me know. So, mm. so somebody let me know what the point of an AR-15 is in a Tag civilian's me. hand. Tag right. me, Calvin or Cole. Let yeah, me know. Yeah, somebody somebody hit me up and let and me know what the point like of a civilian people, having that is. I don't feel like I feel like because the NRA funds so much like they donate to the government, they donate to all these politicians and yeah. their in their campaigns and things like that. I feel like they're not going to really change anything now or in the near future because they're so heavily backed by the NRA. Yep. Like I saw a thread where these politicians were y'all were sending y'all condolences and I'm praying for the families. Okay, we don't, don't need send, that. Don't send yeah, prayers. We don't need that because faith without works is dead. You yeah. can't mm. you can't tell Let me to have faith about the future when you're not doing your work <laughs> and due diligence as a politician yeah, and but, serving your uh, country and, and, see, and changing laws. And Sierra, we we've been talking about that and you know again it just goes down to <laughs> it, that that money talks and when you have a senator down there in Florida who during his campaign, the NRA sent him $3.3 million. Well, that's a big, very, very big contribution to his um, to his campaign. So it's going to be hard to just kind of say like, hey, I'm out of this. But um, we really just wanted to touch on the Parkland shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to let y'all know, we are aware and, and, and understanding what's going on. Um, hopefully we can talk about this uh, with a little bit of a brighter future. Maybe some laws get passed over some times. Maybe... You know, something significant happens during that march um, and all that stuff like that. So um, all that. But um, let's go ahead and gas up real quick, guys, so we can hit this roll. Um, mm-hmm. Sierra, who you want to gas up? All right. Um, it is February 20th. I want to gas up my chapter in my fraternity. Hey, turn up. Um, Psi Sigma, it is our charter day. Eight years in the game. Hey. Here's to forever. Um, so shout out to all my bros. Okay. You know? <clears throat> okay. Um, who do I want to shout out today? I am going to give my shout out to LeBron. Um, not only because of what Nick said about him, like being able to handle the comments that he got from the Fox News lady, but you know, All Star Game was really great this year, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying it was because of him and Steph Curry and how they, you know, curate curated the teams and had everybody actually playing because this was an actual competitive game this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I, I'm give a huge shout out to LeBron because a lot of people they don't look at him as a person they look at him as a basketball player 
And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you have to separate the two. So shout out to LeBron, man. Yeah, man. Big ups to the All-Star game. It was definitely a good game. Looked like a good weekend overall. Didn't have any mishaps from your boy Kevin Hart either. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what? I want to shout out to all my black people that walked into those movie theaters over the weekend and saw that Black Panther and made it the fourth highest grossing weekend movie of like all time, man. I'm going to go ahead and big big clap up for all my oh, black yeah. people, shout man. Out. Wakanda forever. Shout out to Michael B. Shout out to, uh, uh, what's my man's, uh, what's Black Panther's name? I know him. Oh, Chadwick Bosman. Chadwick Bosman. Yeah. Um, you know he's 40? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. Where? Uh, so, man, just shout out Hollywood to the whole cast. And it was just it was just a great weekend, great movie. So, if you haven't seen oh, we are giving away Black Panther tickets as well. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm not going to tell you what the rules are. Just go to the Instagram and you'll see what they are. You That's still all. got time. You still got time. That's still all I'm going to say. Time. Just go to the Instagram, look for Black Panther, and you'll see what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was our gas up. We're going to go ahead and kick it off with ladies first. Sierra Danielle. All right, guys. Um, so, this week, you know, I've just been, you know, scrolling through <clears throat> social media uh-huh. and, you know, having yeah. different conversations with people. And I want to talk about emotional unavailability. So my first Ooh. question to you guys is, have you ever dealt with, whether it be a friend, a woman, Yikes. parents, family, that were emotionally unavailable? And tell me how that was for you. And then I'll talk about me. Um. Okay, just to start, yes, I have dealt with it. But I've also have been the person who has been that, that way. I have been emotionally unavailable for not only for my parents, but also for exes as well as friends. Um, and from from my personal experience, I think that it kind of comes with growth. Like you kind of have to grow as, you know, as you learn more about people and as you learn more about yourself. Because I remember one time I was in this relationship where the person who was unemotionally available or who was emotionally <laughs> unavailable, excuse me, unemotionally available. was me, right? Uh-huh. So a lot of times she would ask me, like, is everything good with us? And I'm just like, I mean, we good. We Gucci, you know what I'm saying? It Sometimes at, at that point in my life, I wasn't able to really say how I felt because I didn't care for them to know how yeah. I really felt. And, and I think it's one of those things where I had to kind of mature as a person, but also just learning through relationships. Even, with, like, with my parents... My parents, me and my parents, we didn't have the best relationship growing up. Right. So by the time I got to high school, it was kind of like, a, I don't want to build this relationship that you want to build now. I'm kind of on the on the fence of like, I just want to do my own thing. Right. So I became very emotional, un, like unavailable. To your question, yes, I do have friends uh, that are emotionally unavailable. You currently have friends who are emotionally unavailable? Yeah, I currently have friends that are emotionally unavailable. Um, And, you know... <clears throat> the, it just is what it is with them. Uh, I can say for myself that I am so completely, wholeheartedly emotionally unavailable. And that works to my detriment. Um, and I've seen it time and time again where, like, stuff will happen. And I, like, when I tell you the things that I'm supposed to, like, get, like, amped up for or feel like when that moment in time where everybody's supposed to be crying. Yeah. Where like, I do feel that mm-hmm. I, I do feel that, but I don't express it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's definitely on the inside of me. Like I, like I hold it in and I suppress it, mm-hmm. but like, I just don't open up and I don't know where like that comes from. I don't know where see, like I get that from, but I'm, like, that's just, I'm just not emotionally like, I'm kind of like in the middle ground. Yeah. So like growing up, I was, I was emotionally unavailable to everybody else but myself. So I would show my emotions like in private because, and when I did show my emotions in public or I cried about something, my parents would just be like, suck it up. Like they weren't really, they never gave me the real freedom Mm -hmm. to be emotionally out and aware. And then they never really, I never really had that guidance to help me navigate with these emotions, what they were, how I was supposed to handle them. So I was left to handle a lot of things on my own. And even as I grow up, as I'm growing up and becoming, you know, older, my friends can tell you I'm the most sensitive one out of the group. I'm the most yeah. emotional one out of the group. Now, I'm the one that if I see a stranger cry, I'll cry. Like, I can literally feel. Oh, see, now, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like I get Y'all, this you feeling, definitely talking to the I wrong one. I get this one. feeling yeah. of, like, 
sympathy and empathy and it's just like oh my god you're crying you're hurting and it's like i just and, and somebody but, but it's so weird because when someone gets close i think this is a uh what's the word i'm looking for this is like something that happened because of my last relationship i was extremely extremely emotionally unavailable i mean emotionally available yeah i expressed everything i literally wore my heart on my sleeve so when that relationship ended yeah one of the things like from over the past two years, because it's almost been two years, I've been learning is to, it made me emotionally unavailable to so, ro- to be like romantic with other people. Yeah. So if I let you in my circle, even friends, platonic or romantic, it was hard for me to be emotionally available because it's like, eh. Somebody asked me the other week, uh, it, like it was just in a random conversation, I think, and it was like, you know, when's the last time you've cried? And I really sat down and thought about it and like, for real, for real. You don't know when? The last time I cried, and like the last time I can remember was like a high school football game. Like for real, for real, really? and that was that. Yeah, huh. and it was like that long ago. And I'm talking about this is through. I've had deaths. I've had like close family member deaths. Like I've had like stuff happen in that time frame. And the last time I remember, I cried was like it was like a minute ago. When's the last time you cried, Kevin? Um, <clears throat> it would have to be either when one of my good friends Charles passed away, because uh, he was like a brother to me. So either him yeah. or when my grandmother passed. Cause I'm I not a crier either. Like I'm not like emotional. So like, and, and one thing I wanted to say to your, to your point is when you're emotionally unavailable, sometimes it comes off as you just don't care and you don't really give a, oh, yeah. uh, give a damn. You Man, know what I'm saying? that is me to a T dog. And bro, and, and it's not like I'm trying to do that. Cause yeah. I even do it nowadays. But do you feel like it's a defense mechanism? It, it very well may be. I don't yeah. really know. It, it could be, it could be something that, that yeah. for okay. me personally, I'm having an issue with that I can't really speak on because I don't really know that it's an issue. Yeah. And I will ask this because I I was really thinking about this because it's so weird to me how I can be emotionally available to somebody that like, like my I'm I'm emotionally available to my friends and stuff to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but it's like when it comes to being romantic, yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm a brick wall. It's like I'm a brick wall, but as soon as you break that wall, it's like you're going to open the floodgates, okay? You, you know what's crazy is that thinking about like being in a relationship, right? And thinking mm-hmm. about who, you know, my partner might be at the time. I can't, it, it's so crazy because having conversations with them yeah. can be completely <clears throat> outside of the box from anybody that I'm like communicating with outside of that. So in that instance, if I am talking to you as my partner, I can't open up to you. In yeah. ways that I probably am not going to open up to anybody else. So do you do you equate emotional unavail uh, uh, emotional unavailability to fear of vulnerability? Um, mm. nah, because I feel like th- I, I feel like my profession requires me to be vulnerable. I, you know, what I'm saying like I but have I'm to, about but a to a certain extent, to a certain extent, I'm yeah. talking about like a deep vulnerability. No, I I, I would have to agree with Sierra because yeah. I think it does have a, a level to do with uh, vulnerability because. You know that with vulnerability comes emotion. Right. Right. When when I so for instance, when Charles passed away and I was at his funeral, I like I never really cried funerals, right? Right. I was vulnerable as hell. And I literally cried in front of a, a, a hell of a lot of people that I wouldn't have thought I would do. You know what I'm saying? Because right. a lot of times people look at me as, oh, Calvin's a strong minded person. So I know if I'm hurting, he won't hurt. I can come to Calvin, right? Right, right. And that was the time that I was the most vulnerable because it was something that hit me hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think, yeah. I think, I, I agree with Sierra. I think it does have something to do with the vulnerability because your vulnerability level goes down, you know what I'm saying? The more emotions come in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so like, when, what was it like for you? Like, what was it like for you being vulnerable in that moment? Like, losing a, a friend that close? Um, it was, it was strange because see, like I'm, because at that point, just the emotions that were going through me, like the night. So just, uh, I know this is kind of morbid to talk about, but the night that he passed away, I was there. Uh, I was, we were drinking. I, I will never forget this day. We were drinking at one of my friends' houses, uh, apartments, and we got a phone call. Phone call was saying, "Yo, Charles is hurt." Like da 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 da. People are panicking. And I'm inebriated at this point, but I knew, I was like, yo, that's my boy. I'm going to go see. Yeah. I go with two other friends. I think three other friends, actually. We get there. We're waiting outside. We see the ambulance. And then the next thing you know, we see the body bag. So at that point, everybody else broke down. I mean, like, yeah. And in that moment, 
I knew that I had to be the person like they're looking there. I, I see my they're people are hurting. Somebody's they need the, somebody to be strong enough to not break down. Yeah. And in that moment, I knew I couldn't. So I think I'm the type of person that in moments, right, when something detrimental happens in, in my life, yeah. I can be that person at that moment when it when I need to be chill. Call, cool as a cucumber. But the moment I saw him in the casket. Yeah. And I walked back to my seat. I, I couldn't handle it because it was a it was a it was different a feeling. Yeah, it was a different it was a different feeling because yeah. you know especially and I'm I'm talking about death in that way because you build a connection with somebody or people you know right. rather and then as soon as it's gone it's like yo like shit really hurts. Yeah. So like, so, where do you guys think the emotional unavailability comes from? I couldn't tell you for me personally. I don't I, because it, you would you would think, I think of it's how all, we're raised. Uh, I feel like it's. I think it's. It's a two way fold. I think it's a two fold. What's so crazy? My mom is a like she's a psychologist. Like I that's, remember you talking like to that's, me about like that. That's, like that's like that's her job. So you would think like me growing up, any tactic that she would have used as a mother growing up would have been like okay, Psychology. I'm looking. I'm looking at this from my psychological perspective. How would right. I handle? You know, what I'm saying my son. So you would think that by me, I don't know what's the like by that. I guess rubbing off that I would be more emotionally available now. Like I can. Like I can parlay in the sense like I can touch on it, right? Like right. if you ask me a question or if one of my friends comes to me about something that's emotional, I can open up and I can discuss it about it. But like when it comes to like me personally, or if it's like something that I'm going through or anything like that, it's like completely, you know what I'm saying? It's completely shut down. May not speak on it at all. Yeah, right. I want I might yeah. not speak on it at all. Um but I don't know where that comes from because that is nobody in my immediate family is like that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like everybody pops mom, dad, everybody I'm just a, I'm just an eyeball. But see, that's I think that's the reason why it happens. For instance, what I was just saying about me, Nick is the type of person who also may be around a lot of people who are emotionally available, who emotions pour out and wear them on their sleeves. So mm-hmm. if Nick was to do that with other people looking at Nick like, yo, I need your support. Right. But mm-hmm. you but Nick easily has his emotion on his sleeve, too. It's not going to work out. And see, mm-hmm. that's why a lot of times that's how I am, because. People around me are extremely emotional, and I, and I, I love that about yeah, them. right, you know what I'm yeah. Like Cause, I really because I get that because what I can't give out is what y'all give me from exactly the, from the outside. And you that's feel how me? I am. I'm like yeah. the emotional one. Right, I'm like the one that will. It's like weird. It's like it's like a knee jerk reaction. It's like even though sometimes I want to shut down, it's like I can't. It has to for me to shut down. Something really drastic has to happen. Mm-hmm. So if anything drastic happens to me and I go MIA. Send someone to look for me, yeah. <laughs> please. Right, right, right. Um, I just feel like it's a twofold street. I feel like it's how we were raised and experiences that, you know, throughout our lives. Like for yeah. me, just to be transparent, my parents, I mean, we grew up, we were well provided for, you know, all the things. We always had everything we needed, mm-hmm. but my parents had a broken marriage. Mm-hmm. And so they were so caught up in that that they weren't they weren't as emotionally available to the kids as I would have liked them to right, be for right. me for my my mental health. Mm-hmm. And so for me it was like learning how to navigate like I said earlier learning how to navigate through all these emotions I was experiencing because I was angry, I felt abandoned, I was like sad because you know I, I, I for those of you who don't know I'm very big on mental health and I've been struggling with anxiety um and depression for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to navigate through that as a child yeah. And not mm-hmm. really having my parents there. So my even even to the point where when I tried to be open and vulnerable with my parents, like my dad and my mom didn't really know and understand the full depth of my mental health up until probably about last year. Yeah. Because my parents, for the longest time, when I had my first anxiety attack, my mom thought I was faking. Mm-hmm. She didn't really believe that I was having an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And when I talked to my dad about me being depressed a few years back in college, he was like, you don't have anything to be depressed about. You're in college. You have everything you need. And sadly, da, 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 that's da, da, da. the African-American And it's community. like, I'm like, I'm like, no, you guys, it doesn't have anything to yeah. do with what I what I have physically. I know I'm provided for, but it's a deeper issue that's going on. I was never able to be vulnerable until, because I had experiences all throughout my childhood and my adolescence that my parents didn't know about. And so trying to get the courage to talk to them about things that happened to me, it's like, y'all need to hear this. Y'all need to be open to hearing this, you may not like what I say, but you have to hear this for like really try to let me be emotionally free with you. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big struggle between my mom and my dad and I's relationship because it was like 
there's this barrier. It's like you want you're saying this and you're giving me all of these you're spewing out all these words, but you're not really listening to what I have to say. But and I think another point to add to that is like just in the black community, black men aren't really raised on emotions, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't because raised you can't stop crying to like be a girl. Emotional. It's always equated to a female trait. Right. You go to the football field, you get hit. If you the one crying, it's a problem. If you the one who just get up and just shut up and just get mm-hmm. up, keep going, they're yeah. like, okay, I see you, I see you, young man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's a different aspect that that a lot of the people that we probably were raised by or that we end up looking at as figures of, uh, yeah, you know, like that. They had a lot of control on our psyche, whether they knew it or not, which is crazy. But yeah, um, very very in depth and deep conversation. Mm-hmm. Um. I like that. We're going to have to, uh, like I said, post that on the uh, Instagram at Push to Start, um, all the social medias. Make sure you're following us at Push to Start PC. Exactly. And we'll talk, uh, that was yes, a good yes, lady's yes. first topic. Emotional availability. Unavailability. 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 Um, this is the part in time where uh, we either A, uh, a bird hit the window and we got to pull over. Or, <laughs> I think it's a thunderstorm. I think and it's a thunderstorm. People don't know how to drive in the rain. People don't know how to drive in the rain. Okay, so oh. it's road rage time. Famous Boy. Phillips. What yeah. up? Um. Just before I go into this, you know, I, I got another pet peeve. <laughs> oh, God. So, <laughs> you know what I really hate? And I don't know if I said this before. What do you hate? But I hate when people, like, they get in front of you and then and they, they drive slow. slower. Like, I really do, like, hate that. I'm like, bro, you you rush past me for whatever reason and you driving slower than I was. Yeah. But anyway, anywho, this is your boy Famous Phillips on the microphone for your road wage of the week. Wage? Road rage. Excuse me. I had a little. <laughs> uh, Need some water? I ran out of water. I ran out of water. <laughs> anywho, but um, this is what we got to talk about. We already on the uh, subject of relationships and, well, not relationships, but family and, and stuff like that. So I wanted to bring it, um, bring it home. One thing that really pisses me off. Is the fact that people will judge individuals based off of their parents. Mm. Um, and I, I'll give you a real world example, okay? For instance, me. Mm-hmm. I am a preacher's son. Now, I don't know if y'all knew that. I think I already told y'all that, though. Yeah. But listeners, I am a preacher's kid, right? So there's two ways that most people think about preacher's kids. PK. Oh, oh PKs, they the worst ones, right? That's one. Or two, PKs, man, they holier than, than, than holy. Right, you can't touch them unless you got uh, God sent hands. Like so, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's a different, and, and it's it's weird to me to see that in our generation, especially even me growing up, that people would look at you based off of what your parents, who your parents are, or what they do. You know what I'm saying? And judge you based off of it. My parents, uh, my dad was a postal worker, and my mom worked in a medicine facility. So no, we weren't rich by any means, right? And I, and I had friends who had families who had more money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've had other friends who would judge another friend for having the clothes he had or having the nice car or shoes he had because of his parents who could provide for him as opposed to my parents who could only do but so much, right? Mm-hmm. What The thing that really pisses me off about it is that I don't think that you should allow yourself to judge someone based off of something they have no control over. Mm-hmm. You can't control your parents. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't control what they do, what decisions they've made. All you can do is live your life. And I would rather have somebody judge me based off of the life that I live as opposed to my parents. But it's hard for people to I feel like the, the struggle with. Uh, I feel like in our generation, especially if the relationship with your parents or your who, who your parents were, they weren't the healthiest person person. They weren't the most stable person. I feel like a lot of people tie into the decisions that they make, the, the lives that they live, they tie it into, well, I'm like this because my parents were like that, if that makes sense. I've heard I've heard that. Uh-huh. And for a while... That's an excuse. I w- it is an I, excuse. I agree. It excuse. is an excuse. But I'm saying, like, some people, it, 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 in damaging situations, right, more right. so, they blame that on how their parents were and who blame, their parents were. Can you blame your infidelity or your, because of your parents? No. If you were infidel, some, if you if if you were, some people probably would. No, I I will say I have had. If, if I've, never, I've I've known a few people who said like, yo, I think the reason why I cheat on girlfriends or wives or fiancés, yeah, is because my dad. It's because my dad was out here. Yeah, my right? dad was out here. Yeah, you know? and my dad, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yeah, exactly. Um, to touch on the point about like how like 
uh, kids and, and, and how they view it. You know, I used to, uh, back in the day, work at an elementary school. Right. And, you know, again, at that level, you have zero control over anything as far as what you bring to school, how, what, what's brought to you at school, any of that, mm-hmm. if you own whatever. And so when you have these kids that look at a kid that has, you know, quote, nothing as far as the latest you know, he ain't got the J's on or the freshest jeans on. You know what I'm saying? They're they going to talk crap. They're going to talk shit essentially about that child. Right. Knowing that they don't have anything controlling. Now, bringing that up to a, like a higher level, mm-hmm. high school, for example, I think it does play a role. I think that like, because especially at that age, there's a lot of things going on with it, like inside of adolescence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you trying to figure yourself out. You still you still trying to figure out who you are. You trying to figure out who like where you kind of fit within the hierarchy of things. And I think parents and the way people view that, um, I don't know. I think it could just get, I don't know. Uh, It could just get fugazi, I guess. But do you ever think that like there will be a time in which your parents won't determine your life? You know what I'm saying? Like when, when it, when will you be able to say that have a conversation with somebody who won't judge you solely off of what or who your parents are? And see, I I have it. I remember going in growing up in middle school. Um, my parents used to drop me off at school in the church van, right? Mm-hmm. And people used to clown me, right? Like, oh boy, you about to get off the church? <laughs> da, da, da. I was probably you ain't got your suit tie on. Da, da, da. And, and for me, I'm just like, bro, I don't really care what y'all yeah. got to say, bro. Y'all know That's my parents' preachers. I I could care less if I'm in the van <laughs> or on the bicycle. You know what I'm saying? If y'all take me to school, take that me to school. That man, Cal was getting pulled up in the church hey, van. In the church here, van, bro. Oh my god. When goodness. I came to UNCG, my first year, yeah, uh, when, church van, church van. Hey, turn up. Everything was in there, <laughs> and and there was a there was a small moment in time. Where I yeah. actually cared what people said when I was younger. Yeah. Like, yeah. to see, like, I, I would hate for my parents to have to pick me up in the church, man. Yeah. Or I would hate to see my dad in a full dress suit coming to school to drop me off or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, <laughs> some crazy stuff like that. It And it took me a while to realize, like, yo, I'm living based off of how the other kids want me to, to live. They want me to live based off of who my parents are. Yeah. And I don't know when that moment of dawning came for me. I don't even know dawning's the right word. Whatever. We can we can fact check that. Yeah. Or uh dictionary, something. But <laughs> but there there had to be a moment in which, you know, individuals like myself, Sierra and Tune, like, where we had to say, yo, I don't know if I can live through my parents' legacy, for one. Cause I mean my dad, you know, he's he's a very great man. But, like, there's a lot yeah. of things that if I was a parent, I would have done differently. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I could talk about that all day. Yeah, I was about so, to say, like, living. There's so many things that my parents did that, I mean, I'm not going to say I wish it never happened because it molded me, molded me into the person I am today. Hell yeah. And it caused me to be mm-hmm. strong. And I had a lot of stuff that I figured out on my own. Yeah. But at the same time, it was hard. Yeah. So I don't want my kids to have to deal with and navigate certain things. On their own because you make a lot of mistakes when you have no guidance. Yo, I think forever, for the longest, up until probably I got to college, I was discrediting the mess out of my parents. Like anything that I ever did, it was me. You know what I'm saying? Like anything I ever accomplished, anything I ever got done, anything that whether it be like anything, it was like all on me. (laughs) Growing up now, I be thinking back to myself, I be like, dang, dog. Like I was actually kind of lucky to be in a position. <laughs> some of the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Some right. of the stuff that like my parents actually taught me. You know what I'm saying? I um, feel that too. But it's like, as far as being provided for, mm-hmm. my parents, I never went without. Yeah, they, I never went without at all. And even now, my mom does most of the things for me. My, my dad's, you know, done better, and you know, he's really come through. But for a while, my mom was holding for it down by herself after her and my dad split up. Yeah. And so, like, my mom always comes through financially great I, like i was always provided for but like just emotionally emotionally mentally spiritually yeah i was I, it just wasn't wasn't there well one time for the parents man <laughs> one time one time yeah, for man. the parents man because look if it, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? As much, you know, well, praise I, God for growth. Look, I, me and my mom are like best friends now. I, I got all the emotional I was about to say like, I, need. I, I, I was about to say, like, man, I know I've been a headache. <laughs> I know I've been, I ain't been the best. <laughs> I was the best. I, I ain't been the Boy, best. Bye. Still am. I ain't Whatever. been the best. But nah, look, was but, we here, but we here, <laughs> but we here now, though. Um, yeah, so. Wait, yeah. you and your sister, right? Yeah, it's just me and my sister, but my sister's older and I was a problem child. I was, oh, I, you, was the, I, you was the only boy and like the baby. 
Yeah, I was oh, a baby. Oh, I would have hated you. Yeah, my sister. So my sister didn't do good in educational wise. I was good in like in school. I did. I got good grades, but outside of that, you really just boy, gonna throw your out there like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all right. Shout out Dash. I think but, it would be very, very easy to say, and the people that know me know that I was the problem child. Are you <laughs> the only child? No, I got a, a little oh, sister. Oh, that's right. You do have a sister. Yeah, I got oh, a Oh, you sister. was the oldest. Yeah, I was the oldest. You know, and I, I was the. I have a bunch of siblings. Like, my dad yeah. has eight children. Oh, man. Yes. Four girls, four boys. And then my oldest sister has two other siblings. How many kids y'all want? Five. 17, 38. Shut up. <laughs> Five at the most, yeah. Um, How many kids you want, Cal? I want, bro. Honestly, I want about six. Want about I ain't gonna six. lie. I want, I want a two little basketball want team. I'm, 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 I'm sticking with a smooth two and a two, two and a quarter. <laughs> two, Wait, two, two and a quarter. 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 Two um, since we're on the topic of kids, disciplining your kids, all right? Whoop that ass. So, <laughs> in the event your kid does something wrong, mm-hmm. they come home. Matter of fact, you get, I don't know what it's going to be in 20 years from now, but you get an email or a FaceTime in phone call from the- 20 years from now, it's going to be 2038. And you get a FaceTime <laughs> phone call from the teacher, and the teacher said, Lil Shaquay was acting Lil up. Lil Wakanda Williams. Lil Wakanda Williams <laughs> oh my was messing up and cutting up in the classroom. What type of disciplinary action do y'all gonna or are y'all okay. gonna give to y'all kids? Okay, me personally, I do believe in ass whooping. Spanking that ass. Spanking that, that ass. ass. Shout that out to Jomar. <laughs> um, but this is the problem that I see with parents. I've witnessed parents tell their child to do something. Yeah. Especially young kids. As a young kid, I won't discipline my child as much because as a young child, Tyler, you're exploring. You're you you going through the house. You're doing things. You might not understand everything. You're trying things to see what you're trying to figure stuff out. What I see parents do, they they just whip their kids. Like just whoop them, and they don't explain why. Yeah. Or they don't even ask them, did they understand what they were told? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I really want to put into effect with my kids is, I'm going to tell you. Say for example, I'm at, at my grandmother's house or my mom's house, grandma's house for the weekend. You know, kids playing with each other, all that kind of stuff. And I tell you, do not hit, I tell my son, do not hit your sister. I'm going to ask him, what did mommy say? You said, don't hit your, don't hit my sister. Okay, do you know what that means? And if he says, yes, I know what that means, da, 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 that lets me know if you do it, you knew damn well yeah. what she was doing. Yeah, just so like you, you knew not you, to cut up in class. Right. So you have boy, every don't right. You gonna do it. Don't let me, ooh, boy. <laughs> but no, 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 I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I want my kids so to understand to so that way when it's time to get that ass beat, you know why I'm whooping you, mm-hmm. and you know that it is solely because you chose, you made the decision to divide me. What up, Cal? What's good? But I will what up, have famous? Conversations with my kids. I feel like when they get older, yeah, it'll be different. But when you're young, oh, I'm whooping yeah. that ass. Yeah, ass whooping. Famous. Um, wait, real quick, real me. quick, real quick. What what age is that? What what is too old to For get an a ass whooping? whooping? Yeah, when you I say got my last ass whooping, I had to have been damn. I didn't really get whooped like that. I got like spankings. Oh, punch! No, I got punishment. Oh, punishment! Oh, I, <laughs> I, I got punish. my ass. Beat. Hey, famous my last was good, ass baby. Whooping had to have been when I was like nine or ten. What mm-hmm. the hell? Oh, hell no! Nah. Oh, listen, I'm gonna tell you right <laughs> no, no, now. I, what I did, <laughs> I deserved it. Good. I deserved the ass hey, whooping. Famous was good. As long good. as my muscles bigger than my son's, you famous getting that ass whooping? I don't good, care. Man. I don't care if you're 25. You come at me incorrect, <laughs> bow, boy. You gonna be on the ground. But nah, I'm a um, famous was good, man. I'm gonna bring it real old school with him. Like, yeah, I I do believe that I will with my children. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They they're gonna be disciplined. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm with Sierra. Like I definitely want to teach you stuff. So one thing yeah. I was telling Tune the other day. My approach could be a mixture of my wife and kids and probably the Cosby show, right? In, in some capacity, right? I would like to be that 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 father that is loving, caring, can build a strong connection with you, laugh and joke with you, but also know like don't play me for no fool. Like I done been I've been through a lot. I've learned a lot about myself. I yeah. know what teenagers do. I know what kids do, you know what I'm saying? And I do respect the fact that like what Sierra said, you have to teach them what and what not to do but at the same time i want my kids to make their own decisions like right. i want them to be able to say oh i messed up but damn dad with my ass for it but at least at least i knew that i messed up like i'm yeah. not the type of person who i want to deter my kids from doing everything right. because yeah. honestly i feel like that pro- that propels them into an area in which they're going to do everything 
For instance, i.e. me, myself. My parents told me, Omar, smoking, drinking, tattoos are bad. Boy, boy, boy. First tattoo at 14. First blunt smoke to 14. Like, it, it was See, it was like that. My parents always told me what to do and what not to do. But once I got to high school, it started to shift. So <clears> then my parents started to trust me a little bit more-ish. Yeah. And then as soon as I graduated, like, my parents changed from... When I graduated, my parents was like... Graduated high school? High school. Oh, it yeah, was like. We ain't talking no. Oh, no, no, yeah, ain't, no ain't, I'm ain't talking no about talking. the transition. Like, oh, oh, true, true, like, true. Like, my parents they started to give like me, that. like how you said, like giving his kids like freedom to make their own decisions. Like that's what yeah. they started to do when I was 18. I wish they would have started to do that a little earlier. Yeah. Like I would start doing that like earlier than 18. Now I never was a problem child. Yeah. Now I was good in school. I did had good grades. Everything. My problem yeah. was I was a little boy crazy. My brothers were bad in school, and they my younger brother got in trouble a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, what I'm you gonna, gotta say to him? Tell him to whoop that ass. Nah, man, look, look, look. I'm, I'm gonna just say this, man. Uh, one, I was like, uh, uh, see, I had a little bit of a strict household, right? Where it was, How strict? Uh, uh, not like strict, strict, but well, like strict all my friends, but like all my friends going out to the teen club parties, I ain't going to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going out. You know, all my friends is going to such and such house for you know whatever. I ain't going to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm either. Did you, you ever know, sneak out? Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, I snuck out twice. I, I snuck, snuck out, out both more times, times I can remember. Snuck, I snuck out, twice, out twice to see a both boy. times very successful. Uh very successful My sister sneak covered out. for me. Hey mom, if you're listening, I know mom. Oh yeah, because mama listened last <laughs> episode. Oh, she heard you talking about that booty licking. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh look. No. I, did, I did sneak out two times and both times were very, very successful. Um but uh, uh, Did your sister the, ever cover for you? Uh no, my sister was not. My sister is the epitome. You were talking about bipolarness. My sister is the epitome, not bipolar, that was the wrong word, like opposite sides of the spectrum. Like polar I'm on opposites. this end, yeah, like polar opposites. Like I'm on this end and she is the goodiest of tissue. My sister would not have covered for me at all. You know, like, one of my sisters, all. my sister, um, <laughs> she, she covered for me. She yeah. covered, I, like when I was, I asked her, I was like, should I go sneak out? Because I was hesitant. I was like, I was the goody one. I was like, I don't never. She's See, like she was like, girl, you better go ahead. When it comes, when it, when it comes to my kids though, when, when, when that time does come, I think what how I view it is I, I worked with kids, right? So right. I, I, I could tell the kids that were disciplined when they got home. If the teacher said something at school and said, hey, do I do I need to call your parents? And they just like, nah, go ahead and go to call my parents because I know they ain't going to do nothing. Call my mama. Call this, that, and the third. Versus the ones like, no, no, please, please, please. Please, <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't call my mom. No, no I don't no, want to no, do that. I, actually, I, don't, I babysat I, kids before, yo. and I'd be like, you just wait till your mom comes. So I'm gonna tell her, and they just be like, yeah. "I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily gonna be the physical act of you know putting my hands on them, but I want them to have the fear of God." My <laughs> uncle, well, my I, uncle, I God, rest, God rest his soul. My uncle, he he is he was my godfather, my dad's baby brother, big guy, deep voice, yeah. carried, yeah, never ever laid a finger on me, but his voice was just so strong yeah. that when he said my name, like if I was in. Like Sierra, like I'll be like, like oh my god! <laughs> but see, he never laid a finger on me. And ever. the crazy thing is, man, shout out to my auntie Diane, man. So my auntie Diane was the one that didn't play no mess, right? Like my mom, like she she was cool. My mom never, my, I don't think my mom ever woke me. She might have like tapped me or whatever. I got wounds from my dad, but my auntie Diane did not play. All right, so I know that if I cut up. Like if me if I know I'm hanging out at my cousin's house over the weekend uh-huh. and I cut up right before, oh I know my auntie Diane is what. So, so that that's I, another question then too. She, you gonna let other people uh, beat your kids? Uh, I ain't gonna let. In, I'm not letting Just anybody. I'm not letting anybody. The, at a, off the top of my head right now, in my head, there are probably there are probably two other. Well, grandparents excluded. Mm-hmm. Grandparents excluded. There are probably two other people. That I would let touch my that I would let touch my kids. Would you let your sister whip your kids? Yes, I would. Oh, I'd be whipping. See, see, I'd this is see, this is how I what would. what I would do, right? I would. I would have to I would have to teach some of my uh, friends this, but I would have to haze the hell out of my kids. Oh, you you wanna you wanna uh you wanna act up you wanna act up oh I can show you what act up mean boy you know what I'm saying and then and then I'm gonna have all my people whoever watch my kids whoever watches my kids yeah have 
do whatever you want. Just don't kill. Him. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> not okay. just and don't, don't bruise him. him. Don't nah, bruise nah, him or kill him. No, nah, no, nah, because you can't say that. You can't say that to the sixteen-year-old babysitter that you got when you when you and okay. wifey go out. Now I say this. You can't I just say. She better smack his little ass. <laughs> okay, okay. So what if what if I'm gonna just give you a scenario? So let's say now if I let anybody that I'm, if I let anybody keep my kids, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have cameras in my house. So I need to know what the hell is going on. Mm. Let's say you have cameras in your house. Your wife say, you know what, babe. Since we're having a, if we don't really know this person and where they're keeping our kids, I think we should, you know, keep cameras in the house. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you playing back on the camera and you see this little mother lover beating your kids or hurting your children? I mean, you know, beatings don't kids. feel good. It's going to hurt. No, 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 no. I feel like there's a difference between whooping and beating. Well, I'll teach the babysitters how to haze. Let me make a haze. Uh, get them right. Worst whooping I ever got, man. I'm not, I'm never going to forget, man. I think I was in, the, <laughs> I was in like the third grade. I was in the third grade, chilling in the classroom. And somebody had a uh, like a, it was like a I think it was like a Power Rangers pencil or pen or something like that. Some you stabbed some, somebody. Some pa- Power Rangers something, right? You stole it. Nah, I stole it. Right. So I took it from him and I had put it in my backpack. And the I guess the kid was like looking for it or whatever. And come like they was going through book bags and it was like in my book bag, right? So they pulled me. To, they pulled me to the what's the name? And they was like, "Hey, you know, Nick, this, that, and the third. Call your mom. Call your dad. Boom. My dad was actually one that came, and my dad was cool with the principal, right? So he was oh. like, "No, you just wanted this, that, that, that. Man, I got home, man. I got home, man. I had that wet bottom, man. I had to get in the shower, dog. As soon as I got in the shower, but ah, let me tell you about my story. Okay. So What is this? Worst whooping ever? Worst whooping yeah. ever. Worst whooping ever. So I'm I'm so trash for this because I got my brother whooped too, and my brother had nothing to do with it. Oh, that's trash. That's was, trash. I used no, to hate no, no. those whoopings. That's no, no, trash. let me tell you why. Cause he that's he kinda trash. got it. He kinda deserved it. So I was at my grandma's house and my older brother, no, my cousin, my older cousin had this like picture in his closet. And I never, every time we would try to go in a closet, we would say, he would say, don't look at that picture. Because it was like a, a mural of a woman's, a naked woman. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, yeah. why was it there? What? I, it was it was just in the back of the closet. I guess it was hung up, but he put it in the closet. I don't know if my grandma didn't want it in the house. You know, how old, you know, old folks. No, no, defiant. So... I go in there and I'm looking. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was, I snuck to actually because I'm like, "Oh my god!" I want to see what this picture is. So I open it. I'm like, "Oh my god!" It's the naked woman. And me, and my brother's like, "Oh yeah," you know. And my brother was like, "We was drawing," and my brother was like, "I bet you want to draw a picture of the woman." So I drew the picture. Right, I'm like drawing a picture. I'm like drawing everything. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I was very artistic oh as a gosh. child. Yikes! So oh my, gosh. my dad, all I remember is. My grandma, like going to the back rooms, and all I hear is her yelling, "Oh my god! Like who drew this?" Da, 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 da. And so my brother was like, "Sierra drew it." Like he threw me under the bus. My dad came home. Told my dad that, never whooped me. Tore that ass up. Oh, but then my brother, I could hear my brothers laughing, and I was like, "He was like, why did you draw that picture?" I mean, he had us worse. in both rooms. He had us me in one room. My brother, it was like interrogation. And you ever be running away from <laughs> and the he bell? Was like, no, no, no. Running. He was like, he was like, he was like, who? Why did you draw it? I was like, Devin made me draw it. He was like, Devin made you draw it. And then he got his ass beat. Bruh. Ain't nothing like hearing that cry. Like mm. you get your ass whooped, and it's like no sound come out. Your mouth just be open. <laughs> like it'd be like wow, and he'd be like. <laughs> And then he'd be like, yeah. he ah! your whole body. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna tell you, the, whoop the sound out yo. of you. I'm gonna tell you the worst whooping I've ever had in my entire life. Now we'll never forget this shit. Yeah, I was 13 years old. So this is how you know. It's, it's how you know it's bad. Oh, Cal was it's old. Hey, I, hey, I was. Hey, oh, I, 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 I think my last. I think my last whooping was like 15. No lie. I think my he mom tried, I mean, my mom tried to beat me when I got my tattoo when I was 14. But I was like, mom, like this ain't her. So try something harder. But anyway. <laughs> Oh First, my God. Last, last, well, one of the the worst weapons I've ever had. Um, in my in my dad's old church, it used to be like this two story thing. Yeah. And in the second story, it was like, uh, like there was just like food and stuff up there. Yeah. But there was a level in which you could walk in between the two different levels, right? So I mean, I I've always saw it, but I never messed with it or whatever because the staircase you could go right up in between the two levels. I had an older brother, EJ. Not blood, but yeah. I, basically blood. Basically, yeah. EJ was like, him and this guy named Willie, they was like, yo, yo, uh, Omar, I'm going to show you how to uh, da, da 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 Like, go through the, the level. Because yeah. I always wanted to go through there. Yeah. They go through the level. 
it's a breeze, right? It's a <laughs> this breeze. Gonna this is going to be a breeze. Bro, they, they go through the level. They come down on the on the lower level. And I'm like, yo, yo, how did y'all do that? And he's like, just walk on the wooden beams. Okay? Now, if anybody in here has ever made a building, I've never made a building. But there is a difference between wooden beams and the, the joint that go like this this stuff right here. What is this called? The uh, Is it plywood? Uh, I don't know if it's plywood. Uh, plaster? Plaster? It's, maybe. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll call it, it. Yeah. We'll right. call it styrofoam. We just call yeah, it styrofoam right. ceiling. Right. So it, there's, there's a huge difference because yeah. b- above the ceiling, there is wooden beams, but there's also something that if you don't, if you step on it, it ain't going to be right. Yeah. So I went up there. 13 i was courageous boy i was courageous i was like yo i'm about to do this joint you know because they kept doing it and just doing it It was like yeah you i bet you won't do it Omar. i was like bro i got this i got this so i get up there wooden beams and all right i'm yeah. like bro i can do this without the wooden beams <laughs> so for a second for a second i yeah. thought i was i thought i was yeah. doing it quicker right so i'm just like boom 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 next thing you know literally through the ceiling I swear uh, to God, I never in my uh, life, bro. They said that when I fell through the ceiling, I jumped up so quick and was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, like, bro, my voice has been high pitched since like until I was like fourteen. My four, my by fourteen, my voice actually got deeper. But thirteen, hopped up. Oh no! Yeah. My daddy's gonna kill me. That's exactly what I said, right? <laughs> bro. As soon as I fell through that roof, dog, I knew it was over. I got home. Oh, uh, it was a wrap, bro. I tried to put blankets it, on. It was over, yo, bro. My mom was like, <laughs> "It was over, yo." I need you to <laughs> give me that. Go ahead, take take the jacket off, take the pants off, take the sweats off. Pot out. Yo. She laid me on the bed. She made me lay on the bed and just straight up like from the Scott. hand of God came through. He smack out. <laughs> like she came through with that thing. And she hit bro, you like with the coons. Bro, when I tell you, I ain't never got beat so bad a day in my life. Other, oh, but man. you know, I, I sometimes when I think no. about whoopings, I think about scary movies because getting beat in a black home is like a is a horror movie because mm. you could be crawling under the bed. Mm, boy, come here! Like it, grab no, your leg. No, when like, I tell you, the, my cousin got whooped so bad, like, but he deserved it. So, don't nobody ever get deserved. No, 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 no. Okay, no, since he, you see, she don't think he deserve it. Nah, I definitely. Deserve what would you do if your son did this? So, mind you, this is a kid. He's in elementary school. <clears throat> elementary, like he know better. And they were staying with us for a little bit, because after Katrina, my family's um, he was a victim of Katrina. So my grandparents, they like lost their house. So they yeah. sent the kids to stay with us for a little bit. And he was in the tub, and he was playing like, oh yeah, you know playing splash splash you know my mom's like in her bedroom like you know talking to me and he get quiet you know when kids be rowdy and they get silent that mean they did something Some, wrong somebody done did so something. she's like she looks at him and he's looking at her like with the fear of like please don't come in here yeah. <laughs> and she's like what did you do and he didn't say anything so then he like i went like to the tub this nigga pooped in the tub. Oh my gosh. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's crazy. My mother. That's crazy. <clears throat> whooped him so bad. In the tub. She's like, just get out. She didn't get no chance to drown. It was like, hi, what is it, Calvin? How she do? <laughs> oh, well, I forgot what I said, but. It's my guy. my guy. But you hit him with that. Sh- well, look, it, was, man. it was the weak. It was the no, the no sound crawler. <laughs> Sierra, are you going to beat your kid? I'm whooping that ass. You're whooping that ass. Cal. Spanking that ass. To a certain ass. extent. To a certain extent, tune, you know me, but to a certain extent. <laughs> uh, so that was hashtag talk about it. Um, we do that every week. Oh, you and, know what time it is now. Oh, man, you know what time it is. It is Face Off Fridays. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And you know this week is me and Cal, baby. What it Facing do, what off. it do, what it let's do. Uh, you ready, dog? Uh, I'm ready. Uh, All right, uh. let's get it popping, man. So this week we're doing Two Truths and a Lie. Uh, Sierra, you are uh, the judge. The judge, right? Yeah. So wait, remind me of the rules. Of so two truths and a lie basically is, say for example, you tell him three things, he has to guess which one is the truth and which two are the lie. Okay. So whoever, okay. what do you want to do? What do you want to go to? Three? Yeah. Whoever yeah. gets three right, that's cool. Whoever yeah. gets the three truths, <laughs> yeah, wins first. It. All right. So let's get it. Who want to go first? Y'all want to flip a coin? Uh, Cal, let Cal go first. Ladies first. You want me to go first? Yeah, ladies first. Oh, you, want, you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah. If it's ladies first, I think Miss Toon should go. <laughs> nah. Um. So, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> so am I supposed to say the two truths in a lot? Yes, yeah, so you tell you him. To guess? And I'm supposed to guess, yeah. So you tell him two truths. No. 
Yes. Yeah, I tell yeah. him two so truths. You have and to lie. guess which one is a lie. Which one is a lie. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is gonna be fun because y'all know each other. Okay. Um, I have two middle names. Um, dang, I need to start over. Sorry. <laughs> Come I mean, on, not not that I wasn't two truths a lie. Okay. All right. We're gonna. All right. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna wrap this up. Okay. Boom. Um, I have over fourteen tattoos. Um. I have two middle names, and I was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, the lie is that you were not born in Baltimore, but I was. So oh, that's a point for me, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I do mm-hmm. not have over fourteen tattoos. I have fourteen. You have fourteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have fourteen tattoos. I do. I do. Um, all over here. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. 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 Two truths and a lie, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that um, I have, uh, oh, um, I was in a band. I, (laughs) (laughs) oh, goodness. (laughs) I was in a band. Uh, I did the weather one time on the news, and I have a um, never had a pet (laughs) horse. I've never had a fan. You know what? You know, I'm gonna just venture out and say (laughs) that you were never in the band. I was in the band. I really wasn't. So which one was the lie? I didn't have a pet horse. You said I never had a pet horse. Yeah. (laughs) Is that not how we supposed to? No. If you saying that, that's that's a that's the that's the truth. You've never had a, a pet horse, bro. No. The two truth was I was in the band. I w- did do the weather on the news, and I ha- didn't have a pet. The lie was I had a pet horse. You said I have <laughs> never had a pet horse. Did he not say that? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's that's uh-huh. the point for me, right? Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. the point for me. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Tone, tone. Oh, okay, that was a you drowned. <laughs> you okay. drowned. All right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. All right. We gonna keep it. All right. We got another one, right? This is this is for the win. Yeah. This, this is for the win. Hopefully. Yeah. This for the win. Okay. He was so certain. It yeah. really was. I Calvin, was. two, two, one. I have never broken a bone in my body. I once bruised my knee in high school, and both of my parents go by their first name. Two truths and a lie. Uh, two truths is your parents do go by their first name, and you did get a bruise in your knee, and you're lying about your broken uh, bone. And, uh, my mom goes by Vawana, which is her... Uh, she goes by Ree, which is her middle name. Her first name is Vuana. And my dad, mm. he got to go by his middle name. His middle name is Larnell. But he, I mean, he goes by his middle name, which is Larnell. But his first name is Others. So, <laughs> so he ain't got no choice. Hold on, first off. He ain't got what no we choice. not going to do, what we not going to do is flood your pops hey, look, up. He ain't got no choice. Wait, what's wait, wait, wait. It's, it's Others. Others. It's, I think it's Uthers. I don't yes. really know how to pronounce it. He, wait, literally, he literally does not go by that. I thought you, you said Bro, you've been on this earth. <laughs> 20 plus years and don't know Pops is the first Bro, how to when I tell you name. when from the time that I could read mail mail said Larnell Phillips oh shoot the only reason why I knew youthers yeah. or others is because I found his ID one time that's crazy oh, right that's oh, three and zero. I swept well, you boy well look uh, Calvin you will be going up against Sierra next weekend in the face off uh, Friday turn up um, nice plans for the weekend what y'all doing I'm going to go see Black hey Panda. Black Panda hey Wakanda forever y'all can't see me I'm doing the X um, yeah. Um, yeah, what's depends, up? Depends on what Tune say. We might, might hey, take a little hey, road look, trip. Hey, look, hey, look, real quick, because this is going to come out the day hey, after her birthday. Guys, they never invite me on road trips and they never hang out with me. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, CIAA. <laughs> CIA, that's business. CIAA. <laughs> look, that's an opportunity. That's business. But it's an opportunity. So I gotta out. wait till the first weekend of March to hang out. That with ain't y'all. you gonna blink your eyes. Like yeah, I was about to say you gonna blink your eyes and it's gonna be. We can go week. to hey, we can go to so, Wakanda forever together. Yeah, we- <laughs> but y'all have already y'all already had this little bromance thing going on. No, I've already. I, I, nobody. Uh, there is no bromance. Yeah. I haven't Cal seen haven't it. haven't seen it. Yeah, Cal ain't seen it yet. So he saw it with his. He saw it with his actual face. Say it again. How many times do y'all hang out without me? What? I quite often. Yeah, because I was hanging out with him even before the podcast. You weren't friends with me before the podcast? I was, but we weren't hanging out like that. I mean, I would hope not, because didn't you... I sense a little what? bit of awkward <laughs> tension between the two. What? Between the three? Because y'all never hang two? out with me, and this I'm fed up with it. All right. Because I okay. all, all right. all right. all my Snapchat Andre. Listen. Hold on, wait. I'm going to lead this up to the listeners. Listeners, everybody listening right now. 
give us a suggestion of something that we can do all together as a unit. I know what we can do. No, no, no. We're going to lead us up to the... <laughs> It wasn't First even up. like that. We're gonna, all right. We're going to lead like this up to the listeners, all right? We're no. going to lead this up to the listeners. Yes. No. We're going to let them choose so what we do. So you basically just going to let other people determine our friendship. I mean, it's not going to be like that. Yikes. It's not going to be like that. Boy, when I like tell you, that. boy, tune ain't. So basically, you're <laughs> telling, me, you're telling me that boy. I have to wait until the Yikes. It's too. But she can do the podcast every week. We have meetings. Yikes, tune. We have meetings. Right. Yikes, tune. It's you too. Oh, no, 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 no. That's definitely tune by himself. I'm just I don't know what is going on here, but bottom line. I feel abandoned. I feel like I got you. Listen. This is what we're going to do. We're going to hang out. Because you're already on thin ice with that Christmas gift. Woo! Well, you know. Don't forget the Christmas gift, y'all. Well, you know. You got a chapstick (laughs) as a reminder. (laughs) (laughs) So it's. You know As a what? reminder, two things a chapstick and a homemade card. Look, man, Yikes. I ain't gonna get and a look. 25 cent dollar general bag. <laughs> Trees, hey, Latrice, happy birthday. 